How do they do it? How do these happy people consistently stay happy? Well, they're definitely not inhuman. Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to the podcast that will make you inhumanly happy. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Besides, is it inhumanly or inhumanely? That still doesn't make any sense. Anyway, this particular episode is talking about what happy people, truly happy people, consistently do and have to maintain longer and greater states of happiness. Now, it's not to say that I'm one of those people. And what inspired this particular episode, it was when people ask me, and it's not the first time, but just the other day someone asked me, how do you stay happy in spite of everything that's going on? I mean, wait, you just shared with me a whole slew of challenges that you're dealing with right now. And yet, despite that, you're able to laugh and smile, and I don't think it's a fake smile, and it's a fake laugh. And again, that's not the first time that people have asked me that. you know. And it's not that I'm a cyborg, though I have had clients say that about me, but I, I have my moments that I'm not that happy. And I'm pretty sure there are those that you know that are pretty consistently happy in their lives that also experience very human moments where they're not as happy. And the truly happy people actually embrace the fact that they're not happy all the time. You know, when you are talking to somebody who is exuding true happiness, how they're able to do that is not by pretending to be happy all the time. And you can tell the difference with someone who is just Pollyanna, rah, rah, cheerleader all the time versus someone who is genuinely happy. And this episode is going to be talking about what those happy people consistently do and have. And not just because I'm making it up, it's because through the years of working with different students and clients and observing truly happy individuals and also taking note on individuals that appear to be happy but are not truly happy. And a lot of times some of those types of individuals will come into my office, make me sign an NDA so that the rest of the world won't know just truly how unhappy they are. Strange. But it's true. And it happens. So what is it about happy people? What is it that they consistently do and have that us other folk can take on and continue to use to optimize our happiness in life, our states of happiness in life? Again, it's about achieving deeper and higher levels of happiness. If that makes any sense, you go higher and deeper, deeper and higher. The higher you go, the deeper you go. That's kind of cool, right? Longer and sustainable states of happiness. So that's important to think about as well. So what is it that they do? 
Well, one of the things that I've noticed across the board of people who have a easier time maintaining longer and greater states of happiness is that they seemingly have an inability to mire in undesirable circumstances. Okay, in other words, they don't wallow in circumstances that are contributing to states of unhappiness. They have what I like to call a silver lining playbook. And if you ever seen the movie called that by the same name, silver lining playbook, it's nothing like that. That movie is about a couple of dysfunctional people who find each other and they find that silver lining, albeit somewhat thin, but they find it. But the movie doesn't even talk about the playbook and how that's happened or how that is happening. But I like to coin that the, the title of that movie as a phrase, which is, Every individual, every single one of us, over our, the course of our lifetime, if we want to increase our states of happiness, true happiness, it's very important for us to each develop our, our very own silver lining playbook. And it's a playbook that is unique to every single one of us of what we do when the clouds of thunder and the dark clouds of life surround us, cover us, shadow us. And though I may be coining a commonly spoken affirmation or phrase like, there's always a silver lining on every cloud. What happens is people take it too far and they all they do is they focus on the silver lining, not realizing that it's just a lining, which is an opportunity for us to find out how to navigate away from the clouds that do show up the thunderclouds of life, so to speak. Because it's not about discounting the reality of events and circumstances. Okay. A silver lining playbook is not about closing your eyes and turning cheek to what is right in front of your face. It's about taking it all into account. So happy people, truly happy people, happily and successful people, from what I found in my journey through life and journey doing this kind of work is that the most successful ones always have their own personal silver lining playbook on how to, what strategies to employ when something in life or someone in life is pulling them to the dark side. No, pulling them to, into a state of unhappiness. And in a way, what it's allowing them to do, this silver lining playbook, is allows them to calibrate their happiness to the circumstances. So that with that overlay, the calibration of the type of happiness that you define it to be, that's when the silver lining appears. See, when you don't know or don't define or have a very clear picture of what your ha what happiness means to you, the silver lining does not present itself on that thundercloud of life. So what happens is this, is that when they have that silver lining playbook, based fundamentally on the fact that they're keenly aware of what happiness truly means to them, what they start doing is they start to recognize challenges as opportunities. And it's not about that, oh, it's not what, what doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. 
I almost dislike that phrase because it sometimes kills people. <laughs> uh, but it's not about what doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. It's not about that at all. But recognizing that every challenge, every circumstance, no matter what, the good, the bad, the ugly, is an opportunity. When you have a solid silver lining playbook that has been developed intentionally over the course of your lifetime, it has a direct impact on the duration and the intensity of your states of happiness that you can have in your life, in your lifestyle. Because what happens is this, when that silver lining playbook is employed, all of a sudden, everything that you experience in life is an opportunity. And what that opportunity is, is an opportunity to celebrate. Obviously, something great happens, you celebrate, which then definitely contributes to your state of happiness. Or it's an opportunity for you to learn. Whether, whether you learn about the circumstance, learn about the world around you, or more profoundly and more importantly, you learn about yourself. Which then leads to the third opportunity that every circumstance provides, which is an opportunity for you to grow. Every single thing that we encounter in life, be it people, places, things, events, it gives us an opportunity to celebrate, learn, or grow. Take that in for a moment. Now, obviously, something that might pop up in your mind, like a, like a mental chatter, is like, yeah, wait, I hear what you're saying, but it's not easy. Did I say it was easy? Is it easy? I would say... Don't even bother thinking about trying to make it easy because it's not always easy. But can it become easy or easier as time goes on? Yes, it's, it's very much like a muscle. It's a muscle that can be strengthened. Not that happiness itself is a muscle. No, that's a state. But the mental and emotional strength to develop the silver lining playbook to use the silver lining playbook to thrive in circumstances and choose to thrive when others around you don't that is the muscle that can be strengthened and as time goes on when you consciously exercise that muscle and you work that muscle and your silver lining playbook becomes bigger and more more comprehensive, all of a sudden you will notice that you are becoming more and more like those truly happy people that the majority of the time they spend most of their lives in those states of happiness. And that's what happy people consistently do and have. They consistently have their silver lining playbook right there waiting for them, ready to employ. And they consistently do the strategies that are unique to them, unique to their unique code of happiness. 
So it's not anybody else's silver lining playbook. If you if you pick up somebody else's silver lining playbook, um, that's not going to work. And that's what will make things easier is when you start to build and develop your own silver lining playbook based on your own definition of what happiness is in this lifetime so that you can overlay that silver lining over any thundercloud of life, dark thundercloud of life. That's when you start to put yourself on that path of increased consistency of greater and more sustainable states of true happiness that is uniquely yours. I want you to take that in for a little bit and decide whether or not you have a silver lining playbook or you're using somebody else's silver lining playbook or maybe make a decision to create your own silver lining playbook. Whatever it is, As long as you set that intention to maybe build one, have one, it will help you get the happy lifestyle that you've been looking for. And that's it for this episode. If you got some good nuggets of happiness-inducing inspiration about the Silver Lining Playbook, remember to subscribe and share this podcast. To everyone whose happiness you care about, feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, pull out that silver lining playbook that's yours and choose happiness. Happiness.